welcome to yet another exciting episode of Check and Story podcast and this is your host Shruti. Today we have with us Ivana and Jiani. This couple is passionate about traveling and is into travel writing and photography and is giving major travel goals to all the couples out there. They document all their travel stories through their blog nomadisbeautiful.com. So if you're planning to take your partner out for a trip, this episode might just come handy. So let's know more about Ivana and Jiani. Hey guys. Hello everyone. Hello there. How are you guys doing? Everything fine. Thank you. Thank you. We are good. Awesome. Thanks for having us. Thank you for being here. So Ivana, tell us where did your journey start from? Well, uh, it all started in uh, Germany, in uh, Frankfurt, where we were living at that time. It was year 2012, I guess, and uh, we were having our regular jobs, uh, working from 9 to 5 and um, having only 25 days of vacation per year. And uh, we got this idea in 2012 to go for a longer trip to Asia. But uh, our bosses gave us only 10 days of holiday, which is uh, insane to travel Asia in 10 days. Mm -hmm. So we decided that that's uh, not what we would like to do in the future, to wait only for 10 days of holiday per year after you work so hard. And we, as you said, we do love traveling a lot. So that's how we started to plan. Yeah, right. and uh, yeah. After that, uh, we decided that we wanted something more, and uh, we started to put a plan. We we wrote down uh, uh, our ideas, and uh, the first thing that uh, we wanted to do is to was to save money. So that's what we did. We started to cut all the unnecessary things, all the unnecessary expenses. And one of the things we did was like uh, quitting smoking. At that time, we were both mm. of us we were smoking, so that was unnecessary and unhealthy expense. So that's what what was one of the first things that we cut. But uh, also we started to, for example, uh, avoiding uh, going out uh, restaurants or with friends too much. Uh, so we started to invite friends at home. Uh, we did shopping, uh, preparing a nice meal for them, and we could save a lot of money. So we started to live basically more frugal. Actually, the challenge was to quit smoking for one year. And we said to each other, okay, if we are able to quit smoking and uh, stay without cigarette for one year, we go for a big around-the-world trip. Mm -hmm. So we were saving money for 14 months, but and, and the plan was to quit a job and to go traveling for, for one year. Yeah, at the end, of the, at the end uh, we decided that uh, one year around-the-world uh, trip was not enough, and we say, okay, let's... Uh, uh, just leave the jobs and uh, let's travel uh, as long as we like. Yeah, because we started to see also a couple of travel bloggers, like couples that were traveling together and working online. So we said, okay, why why don't you do that ourselves if it's possible? Well, that's amazing. I mean, so you guys actually quit smoking, which is very difficult. So that is really good. And then you treated yourself with a long trip and a journey. That's cool. So both of you were in the same office? 
working together? Uh, no, I was working uh, in the video game industry. And Ivana? I was working uh, in Germany at that time. I was working in a bilingual kindergarten. So I was working with kids. So no, we were not uh, having the same uh, <coughs> the same job. Oh, okay. So then how did you guys uh, meet and decided that we, you guys should travel together? We met actually while traveling. Mm-hmm. It was in Prague uh, many years ago, but we moved to Frankfurt together because of Johnny's uh, job. So he moved there first. I was living in London at that time and then I joined him and we stayed in Frankfurt for three years. That's the thing. Yes. All right. Amazing. I mean, you guys have such an amazing story. I'm sure you guys have had loads of fun in your journeys and all. So uh, moving on to our next question. Um, our listeners would surely love to know, you know, since you guys have been traveling together since a very long time, I'm sure you must be having so many stories to tell us. So any one memorable story or incident that happened on any one of your trips or journeys that you guys would love to share with us? Yes, you said there were many beautiful memories and moments that we experienced. And um, so far, we both feel that the most memorable one and the, and the one that touched us the most was one in the that happened in the Philippines. It was quite shortly after we started traveling, maybe not even half year. And why it was so special? Because we were staying in a small village for 10 days. Uh, it was near the famous beach uh, Boracay. But we, were, we decided not to go to the beach, but to stay in a small local village and to spend some time with local people. In that small village, we, we went to have a lunch one day and we met a small girl and her mother in a small restaurant and that girl was uh, basically um, five years old but she was not speaking at the time and she was uh, malnutritious so her mother to provide some food for her she take she, she took every day the girl with her to work so she she could give her some food from the restaurant she was a dishwasher. This, uh, oh, yeah, okay. the, the woman was just washing the dishes, that's right. And uh, we were having a lunch there and that girl was just hanging around. It was a very small restaurant yeah, with uh, four or five tables. Yeah, yeah and she, was, she, she started playing with us. And uh, as I said, she couldn't speak, so she just smiled and, and ran around. And then uh, we came the second time and... Uh, after we heard the story of uh, that mother that she was actually providing the the food for the girl and uh, she was without husband because the husband was at that time in the prison so oh, we decided okay. to 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 help somehow the girl and we asked we, we couldn't communicate in english because the mother didn't speak english so we asked a friend from the restaurant to help us to find their house so we went to visit them and what we saw was really, it was very touching because for us, this was the first time we saw so much poverty, but happiness at the same time because we saw the mother with the girl, they were living in a very, very basic shelter without electricity and running water. And there was basically nothing, nothing. because... Uh, Prior to our visit, like one or two months before, um, there was the hurricane Yolanda that uh, it, it, it basically destroyed almost all, all part of the village where they were living. So that was just like a temporary shelter for them. But at the end, it was the house where they were living. So Which year so was it, this? 
year 2014, beginning of 2014, and oh, Yolanda right. was end of 2013, yeah, November. Right. Yeah, right. So, um, what we did, we we asked mother what does she need. So, she said that she needed, we, medicine. She, she needed yeah. some vitamin C vitamin. because uh, the girl was malnutritious, so she needed some vitamins so she could, she, she could grow up properly so we decided to, to to support her and we gave her some money uh, which for us was just like amount that you can buy in Europe pizza. one one big family size pizza <coughs> maybe with two cokes but for her as we counted she could uh, buy this vitamin C for 18 months for one and a half year oh so this was just like a very very small thing maybe f for us but at the same time we felt that uh, communicating with uh, locals you know and to to be in touch with them and being able to help when and where we can is very important um, and to talk about this that also others can help while traveling is also very important for us as, as bloggers so yeah, we helped them with that medicine and uh, we saw, then we came back again to visit them and we saw the first time that the girl, she didn't have anything to play with. So the second time we brought her some toys uh, because they were playing only with the, with the lid from a beer bottle. You know, this was the only toy she had. So they were playing with some stones. And uh, yeah, that's it. That was the, the most memorable situation for us during our travels because, as I said, we realized that the traveling is not just about us. It's not about our photos, our stories, uh, our selfies, our, you know, souvenirs that you can bring home. But like without locals and local people, traveling doesn't, doesn't give you so much value. Yes, there is to say that the girl, uh, when uh, she saw the, the doll that we brought to her, she was uh, jumping of happiness. Uh, we brought some candies, uh, small toys, but this big, big doll that as soon as she saw the doll, she hugged her. It was a really touching moment. And uh, yeah, for us it's uh, uh, important also to interact and uh, see the smiles of uh, the locals and the people we meet on the road. It's just giving back something that you have. Wow, that was such a beautiful story. To all our listeners out there, that is what I want to say. Travel is so beautiful. As Ivana very correctly said, it's not about just ourselves. It's about the people we meet while traveling. And, exactly. you, and it was so nice that you guys actually helped those people out. Thank you. That was really wonderful. I hope our listeners take a lot home from this story. So uh, moving on, Ivana and Gianni, I just need to ask you guys, like, do you guys always travel together? Well, most of the time, yes. Uh, but uh, sometimes uh, recently we have been taking uh, some solo trips. Uh, for example, in uh, I was uh, this year two months alone in Thailand because I wanted to do some uh, uh, vipassana meditation. And uh, Ivana, she needed to come back in Europe for a, a baptism. And uh, was my family member, yeah. yeah. And I did some solo trips like yeah. 
in Europe. So 90% we travel together, but a few times per year we, we do short solo trips. Yeah. Oh, well, that is amazing. That means you, you get to see the best of both the worlds, like, you know, going together and then going solo. Yes. <laughs> that That's is right. cool. That is cool. So uh, do you have any places to suggest for couple travel? Yeah, we, we like uh, a lot Kolanta, that is a very small island uh, in, uh, in Thailand. Uh-huh. And many, many people go usually on the most famous places like Kofifi or Koh Samui, Kopangyan. But uh, this uh, island is uh, quite, uh, well, the time we were there three years ago, it was uh, uh, quite a uh, relaxing atmosphere. It was it's, romantic. It's more yeah. romantic, yeah. Uh, nice beaches and... Uh, uh, nice crystalline water you can do all kind of activities like snorkeling diving uh, uh, food tours so it's a really really nice island to visit well venice is another romantic place <laughs> it's uh, it's very famous for being a romantic city so yeah it might sound cliche but um, a lot of people think that it's overrated but we were there last year and yeah. uh, the thing is if you if you explore the city in different hours like uh, yeah. very early in the morning before tourists arrive or yeah. late uh, evening because they go out from the yeah. cities it's uh, it's quite spectacular because yeah. the lights are still on and the streets are basically completely empty yeah. so you 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 really get that feeling and you understand why it's being mm. called romantic and yeah. maybe another city is a prague you if you if you know where to go which restaurants which side streets to explore it's quite romantic you know, unfortunately these big cities like prague and venice are overcrowded by and there are many many tourists so the thing is that uh, so maybe someone can be disappointed when goes there for the first time but the thing is, if you just take the time, as she says, to wake up early, early in the morning, uh, or just exploring the city in the evening. Uh, in Venice, for example, the evenings are very, very beautiful because uh, a lot of tourists, they usually sleep uh, in hotels in the Mestre, that is uh, basically the, the closest town on the land, uh, because uh, it's cheaper to sleep there. But if you just spend four or five days in Venice and you just walk around 10, 11, it's really, really a magic atmosphere and really romantic. Wow, lovely. So I think all the couples listening out there got a lot many options to go to now. Mm-hmm. So cool. So moving on, this is a hypothetical situation, okay? Just imagine if an asteroid was to hit the Earth in two weeks' time. Where would you plan your trip and why? I hope this never happens, okay? I hope the asteroid never hits yeah. the Earth. But yeah, then we, have, we have different destinations. So <laughs> maybe we can do... We can do a little bit in one place and a little bit in another place together. <laughs> yeah, sure. So tell us the, those places then. Yeah. So for me personally, my big dream uh, that I still haven't done yet is to visit uh, Tuva, which is a small region in uh, Siberia. And uh, I hope uh, asteroid would fall in summer because otherwise I would freeze <laughs> there. <laughs> okay. It's like minus T. So, but anyway, I would go there even in minus sixty. I'm I'm really attracted by the indigenous uh, culture 
and alternative medicine. So my my big dream is to travel there one day. Cool. And do you well, I like, yeah, I like this place also. But one of my favorite uh, places that I've never been so far it's Japan. I always wanted to go to Japan and uh, exploring the big cities, the natures, uh, the temples, and uh, eating Japanese food and all this gadget, technological gadget. I'm really attracted by Japan since I was a kid that I was uh, uh, watching uh, Japanese uh, anime and uh, reading mangas so I hope to do this trip as soon as possible that is amazing so I hope that we don't have to wait for the asteroid to hit the earth and I hope you guys (laughs) make this trip as soon as possible for sure so moving on the most important part of any travel that you know before we plan our travel or before we have to travel to some place the most important part that we think about is money which is of course very necessary so how do you manage the money part of the story like how do you manage your finances as far as traveling is concerned and any tips that you would like to give to our listeners out there well uh, travel doesn't have to be so expensive because many people think that you need a lot of money to travel there are uh, many places around the world uh, where you can uh, travel for cheap also but uh, of course you need some money and when we started as we said before we were trying to save everything I think the biggest tip I can give is uh, try to track your expenses your daily expenses every cent you spend it's important to understand where your money go and uh, when we were doing this in Frankfurt we uh, we were able to cut a lot of unnecessary things. For example, we were buying a lot of bread, and uh, at some point we say, "Okay, let's do, let's make bread ourselves." So we started to buy flour, only flour, and with water and salt, uh, we started to to do our bread, to make our bread. So this could change a little bit when you really see when your money goes. And uh, yeah, just track what you are spending. We are still doing this while we are traveling, and uh, so we always have a, an overview of our general expenses. So, so this is something because sometimes people have the money and they spend them, and they don't realize that they are overspending sometimes. So yeah, also connected to what Gianni says. For us, the very important thing before and now during on our during our travel is to to downsize. Yeah. So we travel only with um, two small backpacks, ten kilos each, which is everything what we have in our lives. So before we set off the on the travels, we sold or just gave away everything because this was part of our plan, of our journey that we want to get rid of everything that is not necessary that is not like we wanted to get rid of as much materialistic things as possible so this freedom from the system or from the job that was tiring for us was connected to you know freedom of mind as well which we try to keep also nowadays freedom from stuff yeah freedom from stuff exactly so 
Now we travel only with uh, the most necessary things that we need. That means uh, electronics that we need for work. And we travel only with uh, three t-shirts, two pairs of shoes that we need. And um, that's it. That's it, you know, a few pieces of clothes. So this is... I, I know it might seem unrelated to your question how to manage money, but in fact it is because the, the, the more you realize how little you need, the less you spend or the more money you can uh, you can spend for your experience, for your travels. Absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. So basically having an overview of your expenditure and taking all the material that is just required for you guys is the key to saving money. Well, right. Yes. right. So uh, that is amazing. So moving on, uh, since we're talking about tips, uh, let's talk about some blogging tips as you know, you guys have an amazing blog that is nomadisbeautiful.com and for all the listeners out there, I'll be putting the link in the show notes below. So do check it out. It is really beautiful. So I just wanted to ask you guys, how do you manage the time? I mean, to keep it updated, to write all the blogs and you know, in spite of your heavy travel schedule how do you manage to keep up the blog there any any tips that you would like to give to our aspiring bloggers it's it's uh, it's quite difficult to 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 travel constantly and uh, running a business like a travel blog because we consider uh, our blog our business and uh, we have also a lot of side projects we work also on other things we don't have only this blog we have actually three blogs Anyway, one in Italian and one uh, in the Slovakian. And uh, the thing is that uh, we, we try to travel slowly, and that's the most important thing. People imagine that we move every two days from a place to another city, uh, but it's not like that. We travel quite slowly. We usually stay, the longest time we stay one month or three weeks uh, in, a, in a destination, in a city. We usually try to rent uh, an apartment or uh, another place where we can stay long term. And uh, uh, we stay there, uh, we look for Wi-Fi connection, we work, we, we try to, uh, to meet all of the deadlines and uh, at the same time we can explore the destination, the city, uh, doing the day trips around the place where we are. So slow traveling, uh, because also, uh, I mean, if you travel fast and changing a country every day, every every month, uh, and uh, you have uh, 20, 30 countries in one year, it's difficult then to 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 write to to edit your photo, to keep your uh, business contacts, to do the social media, it's very, very difficult and you risk to burn out. It's also the thing that if you <clears throat> travel so fast, um, for us it's important to learn a lot about the culture and the only way how you can do it is yeah. just to stay in one place for longer time. So. Um, for us, if uh, visa allow us to stay, for example, in one uh, destination for two months, three months, it's 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 the best because uh, we can really stay there and talk to people, try more food, and see different regions instead of like visiting the uh, most popular spots, you know, that you know from some guidebooks and and just move on. So that's another point. Like slow travel allow us not just to work properly but also to know the culture better better yeah, yeah. and then you guys get time also to write about things mm, exactly cool 
so uh, since you guys have like left your job so is is your blog a part of your revenue yes it is yes mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So, how long did it take to earn from your blog? Well, we started to 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 earn uh, after two years. Uh, okay, uh, so that's a long uh, time. Yes, mm. yes. You need. Uh, you, I mean, there is a lot of competition in the mm. travel blogging exactly. world, yeah. and so you need to uh, being being consistent. And uh, of course, uh, you can go through a lot of frustration at the beginning, uh, but uh, if you keep producing content. Uh, and valuable content. Also, it's important to network with other bloggers, uh, to, to put your face uh, out there and uh, to meet people so you can uh, share and uh, have feedback. So it's important to, to, I mean, we live with our blog and it's our life now. So we are constantly uh, doing this thing, of course, and we also enjoy our time. I think a nice thing um, while you are traveling uh, to earn money is to realize that uh, you can earn money not just like directly through your blog. You can be blogging about travels, but a lot of people imagine that when they quit their job, they will never do what they did before. Okay, so uh, for example, you are, uh, I don't know, you are a cook or you are a like fitness coach, you know, and people are afraid, oh, w- what will I do, how I will money, but when you are traveling around the world, the nice thing is that you can always use your skills on the road, mm-hmm. you know, right. you don't have to earn just directly through writing or blogging, because this is, this is very difficult, but if you used to be a cook, okay, why not to apply if Visa allows you to, to help in a restaurant or you can volunteer somewhere to cook for someone and you can get accommodation free. Yeah. When you were a fitness coach, you can do online courses, you know. Yeah, yeah then you just pick a country that allows you to travel there uh, with the right visa, you know, so you don't have to worry that you are doing something illegal and um, that's it. Yeah. Wow, fantastic. So, you know, everything is included in this package. Like you get to travel, you get to use your skill, plus you get to earn the money. So, yeah. That's right. <laughs> <Yes>. Cool. <laughs> so, moving on, you guys were talking about certain electronics that you use while traveling for blogging mm-hmm. purposes and all. So, could you tell us what gadgets do you use while you travel? Well, we are both of us, we, we use uh, Mac, and we use iPhones, uh, and uh, we are Apple. Uh, <laughs> uh, we use Apple. And uh, we have small cameras. Uh, usually, we like mirrorless, but uh, we have also uh, a DSLR and uh, GoPro. And uh, yeah, these few, kind of few hard drives and yeah. cables. We will <laughs> we will be probably lost without the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> No, I do agree to that. I mean, and I totally understand what happens when your phone is not with you. Talking yeah. about phone and gadgets, um, that brings me to the question. Uh, do you guys use any travel apps or do you have any favorite travel app? I think that the, the, the most important is uh, Google Maps. Uh, are there two or three? I can suggest uh, Skyscanner for checking uh, flights. And uh, of course, we use TripAdvisor sometimes. One one nice one that we like to use also uh, on our desktop is called Rome to Rio, like Rome yeah. as a city to number two, Rio, like Rio de Janeiro. Okay. So it's a useful app. So for example, you just, uh, if you are not sure how to get from uh, point A to point B, 
you just put a city you want to depart from and to arrive to and uh, the app will show you uh, which kind of transport you can take and approximate price wow wonderful that's fantastic so it's Google Maps, Skyscanner, Rome to Rio, and TripAdvisor. Exactly. Cool. Those are some amazing apps that you guys have told our listeners. So that is amazing. So on a parting note, Gianni and Ivana, would you like to say something to all the couples who are traveling out there? Oh. Oh. What we... I mean, as a couple, what we always... uh, say to the other couples when they ask us uh, or to people who ask us how do you survive as a couple (laughs) we like to say that um, it's good to take some uh, time apart so because if you travel together and you are together 24 7 you know it's it's very healthy also when you take some time and you go either on a solo trip or just to take a day off one day off and you go alone without your partner doing things that you like or just to take your time to to reflect what you experience because when you are on a long-term travels you after some time you know it happens that instead of I you tend to say we so sometimes it's uh, it's like this you you are forgetting that what you think because there is always we especially if you have a business together it's always we do we plan we we would like we dream you know we have to do so as a couple who travel Mm -hmm. it's uh, good to take some time separately as in basically you're just giving your partner a time and chance to miss you that's all (laughs) yes yes Yes. (laughs) cool that was amazing that's where we come to the end of the show thank you Gianni and Ivana it was such a pleasure talking to both of you same for us thank you thanks to you it was a pleasure well this one was fun I'm sure all the couples out there must have got loads of ideas and loads of tips to go for the next travel journey so if you want to know more about Gianni and Ivana's stories do follow them on Snapchat, Twitter and Instagram. I'll put the link in the show notes below. Let us know what you think about this episode in the comment section below and you can even chat with us on Facebook through Check-in Story Bot. Well, that's all for today's show. This is Shruti signing off. I'll be back again with another fun episode with a new guest. Till then, keep traveling and do not forget to subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud.